Chapter Three: A Sad Story. Good morning, Mr. Kent said, smiling. Today we're going to the lab to do some practical work. The lab was a big room with long tables, chairs, and big cupboards. There were white mice in cages. When Mr. Kent walked by their cages, they all started running around and making a lot of noise. What's the matter? Laughed Mr. Kent, speaking to the white mice. Are you afraid of me? I won't eat you. Then he looked at the class and said, "Today's lesson is about worms. I'm going to give you some worms, and you have to cut them in half. The two pieces can live and move by themselves. You'll see." I was not happy. I looked at my worm. It was long and green. I didn't want to cut it. Karen, are you afraid of your worm? Asked Mr. Kent, smiling. Give me your knife, and I can help you. His arm touched mine, and I got an electric shock. I jumped up from my chair. What's wrong, Karen? Asked Mr. Kent. Oh, nothing, nothing. I said, trying to smile. He cut the worm and then walked to the next table to help other students. I wrote a note to Walter and told him about the electric shock. Walter, I whispered. He turned around and I gave him the note.、Uh, Walter and Karen, what are you doing? Asked Mr. Kent. What do you have in your hand, Walter? His voice scared me. Walter and I were in big trouble with the teacher. Uh, nothing," said Walter. "Please pay attention," said Mr. Kent. "Next time you'll have to give me the note." "I'm sorry, Mr. Kent," said Walter. When the science lesson was over, Mr. Kent called me to his desk. "Oh no," I thought. "I'm sorry I scared you during the lesson. Two years ago, I had a bad car accident and lost my arm." My left arm is artificial; it's an electric arm. Sometimes it gives electric shocks. I was surprised and sorry. At lunch, I told Walter and Barbara about Mr. Kent's electric arm. They were both surprised. As we walked out of the cafeteria, we saw Mr. Wilkinson. "Hello, Mr. Wilkinson," said Barbara. "Oh,、uh, hi," he said, looking at us. His eyes were green again, but I didn't say anything. At half past three, Walter and I ran out of the school and waited for Mr. Wilkinson to walk by. We saw a lot of students and teachers, but we didn't see him. Finally, we saw him walking down the street, and we followed him silently. He lived near the school in a pretty white house. There was a small garden around it, and a big tree near the front door. He walked into his house, and we went quietly to a window and looked inside. He put some books on the kitchen table and opened the refrigerator. He took out a bottle of the horrible green juice and put it on the table. Then he went upstairs. Oh no! Said Walter. He went upstairs. No problem, I said. I can climb up this tree. Are you sure? Asked Walter, surprised. Of course, I said, laughing. Don't forget, I go rock climbing. Well, be careful, Karen. Said Walter. 
I climbed up the tree, and I could see Mr. Wilkinson's bedroom. What's happening? whispered Walter. He's in his bedroom, and he's sitting in front of a mirror, I whispered back. His hands are on his hair. Oh, no! What? Tell me! asked Walter. I continued looking into the house. Mr. Wilkinson was now completely bald. I felt cold. Suddenly, I saw my face in Mr. Wilkinson's mirror, and he saw it too. He turned around and looked at me. I was terrified, and I didn't know what to do. I could not run away because I was at the top of a big tree. But Mr. Wilkinson didn't look angry. He looked sad. He walked over and opened the window. Karen, what are you doing up this tree? He asked. I, uh. Please climb down, he said. I want to talk to you. I climbed down the tree, and Walter was waiting for me. He looked very worried. Come on, Karen, let's run away, he said. No, Walter, we can't, I said. Mr. Wilkinson wants to talk to us. Mr. Wilkinson came out of his house and stood in the garden. You students think I'm strange, he said quietly. I can understand why. Walter and I were terrified. Let me tell you my story. Last year, my doctor told me I was very ill. I had cancer. Oh, how terrible! I'm really sorry, I said. Yes, it was terrible. I had an operation and then chemotherapy. After the operation, I lost my voice, so now I speak with a type of artificial voice. That's why my voice sounds strange. I lost all my hair from the chemotherapy, so now I wear a wig. We didn't know, said Walter. Mr. Wilkinson, we're very sorry about our terrible behavior, said Walter. Yes, please forgive us, I said. Oh, don't worry. I am getting better now, which is good, he said quietly. May I ask you a question? Walter said. Of course. What's that green juice you drink at lunch? Walter asked. He smiled and said, The green juice and the black pills are medicines. But why do your eyes change color? I asked. So you saw that, did you? You kids see everything, said Mr. Wilkinson. I wanted to do something different, so I bought a pair of colored contact lenses. I thought a new look could make me feel better. Did the contact lenses make you feel better? I asked. Mr. Wilkinson looked at me and smiled. A little. It was nice having something different for a day. But it's my job that is really making me feel better. You like your job, don't you? asked Walter. I love my job, said Mr. Wilkinson, smiling. It's wonderful to work with young people like you. Do you like Seattle? I asked. Yes, I do, said Mr. Wilkinson. It's a beautiful city with lots of parks and fun things to do. And I'm starting to make a few friends. Good, I said, smiling. Welcome to the Emerald City. We all laughed. <laughs>